Yes, hello and welcome to In The Back Pocket, proudly brought to you by Sportsbet. My name is Jay Clark. Looking forward to a massive round eight of action as I say hello to um, well, Cheeky on the field and Cheeky off the field, Nathan Brown. How are you? Good, good. Very good, Jay. Uh, and Steve Johnson, I'm not sure you've ironed your shirt today. I really think that when we do these shows, you need to give that a bit of a iron up before you come on. What do you think? Well, I'm committed. Uh, I travelled down for Wangaratta uh, this morning. Like you slipped in it. Looks, it looks like I don't want to lift that arm up again. Light <laughs> <laughs> blue's no good on the camera. Uh, no, Stevie needs a darker shirt, that's for sure. Hey, uh, Brownie, the thing that some people might not know about you is that you're right into your fashion, in particular your shoe collection. It's a very expensive and elaborate shoe collection which you would probably have more shoes than your wife, let's be honest, because you come in with the Balenciagas. I think that <laughs> I got rid of the Balenciagas. I how didn't like the direction they, they were going. How much? You used to walk in the Triple M Comedy Box wearing. How much did they cost? Uh, I didn't buy them. My wife it, bought them. How much were they bought? Kanye West. Is that what you're alluding to? Kanye West. <laughs> Yeah, okay. You can mix up Keanu Reeves. Kanye West and Keanu Reeves. Yes. I think so. Yes. That's one for in the He was in one of my favourite movies. Yeah. Speed. Speed. Hey? The movie Speed. No. Back and the bank robbers, remember? On the oh, beach. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Point Break. Point Break. Yeah. One of the best movies of all time. Yeah. yeah. And he was yeah. in Speed too. Yeah. And Matrix. You're talking about... But he's not Kanye West. Kanye. Oh, yeah. But I'm talking about Keanu. Anyway. Oh my anyway. So I loved it when the AFL. How much were the shoes? Twelve seventy-five. <laughs> I loved it when the AFL brought in the, the players come in and they did the entrance like yes. the NBA players. Because yes. I, I saw James Harden the other night and mate took me back to the AFL players. Now he looks like a blue Teletubby. Now I, I think Pendles could pull that off. So next time the AFL do that, I'd love to see Pendles yeah. roll in. But then we had the Met Gala over in New York, and yes. I get surprised why, why they go so extravagant. So yes. let's go through a couple. Here's little Nas. Little Nas. This looks painful to actually Whoa. do. That looks painful Rick. to get dressed up. And I think if, if, if St Kilda like are playing on a Friday night <laughs> game, I reckon Jack Higgins could roll with something <laughs> like that. So I want Jack Higgins to come out there. Now here's Jared Leto. So he's the man in the cat suit. Oh now God. imagine Tommy Hawkins rolling yes. out of the bus from Geelong and having the big cat suit on and then he takes it off and goes here's the big hawk. I'm ready to kick eight again. So mm. here's Jared Leto. He's got a bit of makeup. Uh, James Corden I don't think went to a lot of effort. He, he just looks like any other the Bogan going to the Spring Carnival this year. <laughs> so James Corden, zero effort at all. But there's got to be class above all else. And yes. I thought Bradley Cooper, this oh, is how, yeah. this is what I imagine I look like every time I leave the house. <laughs> this is, he's brilliant, Bradley Cooper. Oh my goodness, you do say that you look a lot like him. I'm not sure that's right, to be honest. <laughs> You've just got to be able to back it up, don't you? Yes. I think yeah. um, James Harden, that was a terrible outfit. But he's come out, shot 45 points in the, the match game. winner yeah. that night. Yeah. yeah. Game one of the What would you playoffs. rock up to, Stevie, if you had the no, I'd, I'd wear tracky pants and a, and a hoodie. Remember that photo you sent us when you had the wheelbarrow and your top off? Yeah. I reckon you walk in, tops off, oh. wheelbarrow in. Yes, I think we need to get that photo. <laughs> Don't go yes. that up. On next week's <laughs> show, stay tuned. That would be a ripper. Righto, it is time for Are You Sure? This is where we ask uh, the big curly questions of Stevie Johnson and Nathan Brown, both sweating up a storm at the moment. Hey, uh, Stevie, first one to you. Should Carlton, or are you sure Carlton should start favourite against Brisbane on Friday night? Uh, I'm unsure of that, I think, Jay. I think uh, they still have a bit to prove. They were good yeah. against West Coast last week. Um, they moved the ball a little bit quicker, but the pressure will be on the intensity of this game against Brisbane yeah. will be the real test for them. I think I'd have the Lions as the favourite in that one. Righto, Nathan Brown. You're a big fan yeah. of Sam Mitchell. Are you sure the Hawthorne rebuild is on track? They're absolutely on track, and they've got two players they can build that around. So uh, Day and also Lewis. 
So two players that you can build that whole list around. They need mm-hmm. to add some top-end talent and some, uh, you know, some mid-range talent as well. But I feel like they've got one of the great coaches in their midst in Sam Mitchell. I think he's mm. the way he sees the game, and once he gets better players into that environment, I just think they're going to go from strength to strength. You, li- you like Sam, do uh, I hated him when I played against him. Oh, really? Didn't like him. Yeah, I didn't get Why? along with him. Oh, he just... Niggly? Yes, yes. But, <laughs> Lippy? But he was good. So I oh. think that's why people disliked him. Yes. But I love him as a coach. I think, uh, speaking of most improved players in the competition, a lot of discussion about Mason Wood. I think Connor Nash would be right up there over yep. the past month. The Irishman. He, he has been absolutely fantastic. Did you have an apology for Connor Nash? Because he kept Bond and Pally to under 26 last week. Oh, yes, he did. Under 26. Yeah. Well, it's that's all what about I damage. What? Bond still... Was pretty damaging, wasn't mm. he? Mm. So no apologies. <laughs> Didn't back ever apologise. Um, I absolutely love it. Right. Interesting things happening at St Kilda. Been talking about Ross's uh, tactics. He's played. He's taken Jade Gresham largely out of the midfield and played him uh, mostly as a forward. So Seb Ross and Mason Ward and Brad Cratch, these guys are the midfielders. So Jade Gresham is a star free agent. Lots of clubs looking at him. Are you sure that's the right move to take him out of that on ball mix and play him largely inside the forward fifty? He hasn't had as great a start to the season. Yeah, I'm not sure he's got the tank to play as a midfielder uh, for four quarters. So mm. I think it's something they can use up their sleeve to to maybe put him into a centre bounce and push. For, but if you've got class, keep him ahead of the ball. Mm. Um, he's just got to play a role for St Kilda. They're doing a lot right. Uh, make sure you get maximum uh, damage out, out of him ahead of the ball. He's such, you know, such great skills. Yeah. He can pressure, um, and it's really working for him at the moment. Can hit the scoreboard, right? We've seen the big news about Tasmania this week, the 19th licence, but it has put a spotlight on things in Sydney, particularly at GWS, and whether they're getting the growth and popularity. One of the most controversial decisions, Brownie, was scrapping cola. Yeah. The Swans in particular, extremely critical. Are you sure, with the cost of living expenses in Sydney, it was the right decision to uh, scrap the cola allowance? I'm not completely sure, because I've never lived up there, so maybe you're better to answer that question. Well, but expensive. I feel like if you're single and you're playing AFL football, you mm. have no dependents, mm. then you should be banking a fair bit of money because we get yeah. paid well yeah. and it doesn't cost that much to live if you're on your own. You've only got yourself to look after. Yeah. Players who have kids or multiple kids and uh, a married mortgage, then mm. I think the cola comes into it. So I think it's a horses for courses thing. Stevie, uh, you're up there, of course, um, speaking about Tasmania. Are you sure the new Tassie team will be an appealing destination for star players and potential recruits? Well, if they get paid the right amount, I guess it will be. But I think it's a great place, Tassie. It's, um, it's, you know, they'll be based in Hobart. It's a really nice spot. There's got some nice restaurants there. Uh, some good golf courses over in Tassie. Yes. So that might be an attraction for some players. There's some uh, some local guys that might want to get back Is it an attraction for a 21 to 24 year old? Mm. Well, people that live over there love living there. So obviously it's got something going for it. I would suggest it. that you target players. So if you went the, the, the Baileys, you don't go Bailey Smith because I don't think that suits him down there. You go the Bailey Dale. Just the no frills. Yep. You want to get the job done. You're not looking for the papers. You're not looking for the cameras. Get the right people down. Yeah, someone, so, someone that loves the outdoors, loves a bit of fishing, mm, hiking, mm. Uh, and, and maybe a bit of golf. And maybe footy. Yeah. And footy as well. <laughs> so you're saying target more boring players. Is that what you're saying, Brownie? Absolutely. <laughs> hey, um, lastly, uh, Brownie, has Alistair Clarkson, are you sure Alistair Clarkson has pulled the right rein yeah. playing some of the more older, some of the veterans over some of the kids at North Melbourne? He did the same thing at Hawthorne. Um, I'm not sure, but if you do play the young players, are they getting beaten by more than what they are at the moment? The sugar hit is over, and it is. They were, they were uncompetitive last week against the Demons, particularly early. The game was over mm-hmm. after eight minutes. Started the season strong, North Melbourne, with back-to-back wins, but the wheels starting to wobble a little bit. That has been, are you sure? 
We mentioned Carlton Brisbane, massive game because we've got two very good sides and two teams expected to compete strongly for the Premiership uh, this year. So Carlton turned the corner a little bit against West Coast, but how much do you read into that form up against a very strong side in the Lions, Browning? Could it be a false economy, what they did last week? Mm. Um, come up. Brisbane haven't played well at Marvel. They played the one game there this year and the Bulldogs beat them, but they're flying at the moment. So... Uh, I think the whole crux of the game is in Carlton's forward line. So you've got Charlie Curnow. I think Payne, you'd imagine, gets him. Mm. And so then Harry Mackay, just outside 50, how, how high does he get? Because we know that Harris Andrews will drop off. So then Harry Mackay's got a big responsibility this week to play a game that is damaging and not just marking the ball 12 or 13 times up on the wing. So he's got to be as damaging as he possibly can and at the same time not allowing Harris Andrews to be dropping off and impacting what Charlie Curnow's doing. Yeah, they, I think they need to both try and stay back inside 50 as much as possible, but also get that isolation. We know yeah, they're, the, yeah, they're the two best one-on-one -on -one players, you know, aside from Hawkins at Geelong. But um, they are one and two for contested marking, but sometimes when they're in the, in the 50 together, they do get on top of each other. So working out a way to try and get some, a bit of isolation so that they can uh, turn the tables on those Brisbane lines. has got a very good record at Marvel Stadium. And a stat on Jackson Payne, 18 um, in defensive 50 one-on-one -on -one contest this year. Hasn't lost one of them, so hasn't well, been outmarked. He's one on I reckon, 18. I reckon that's going to change this weekend, Brownie. Mm. Yeah. Well, that makes him one of the most improved players in the competition. Jack he Payne, he could walk down Chapel Street and not get noticed. Um, I would have thought, what's it like when you have... So, Charlie, Charlie Kerno kicks nine. What is it? You kick seven three times, I think, Stevie. What is it like this week after you've just sort of shot the yeah. lights out? You hit the strut up? Or? Well, you know, Nate, the chest goes out just a little <laughs> bit further. You seem to go for an extra couple of coffees during the week. <laughs> get down Packingham Street there in Geelong, get a couple of pats <laughs> on the back. Get the papers <laughs> See what's been out. Right, you have to stay tuned for this because these two magnificent forwards have gone head-to-head -head in a goal-kicking contest. Uh, the goal-kicking is pretty good. Um, the banter is excellent as well. That is coming up next on In the Back Pocket, proudly brought to you by Sportsbed. Yes, hello and welcome to In The Back Pocket, proudly brought to you by Sportsbet. Now, these boys have been at each other for weeks with the goal-kicking competition. We set Stevie Johnson for $1.30 favourite, more recent out of the game, Brownie. He felt $1.20 would have been appropriate. Yeah, sure, but yeah. you've had the broken leg, whinged about that for a few years, so you're <laughs> at longer odds. So we've gone down to his home deck. I gave him every possible chance. I drove down from Wangaratta in the morning, three-and-a-half-hour drive, um, mm. Got out. I was a little bit stiff in the legs, but uh, no excuses, Jake. Oh, my knees bone on bone. The excuses has started already, so you got a feeling for how this uh, plays out. Watch these two guys uh, lock horns in the goal kicking competition. It's brilliant. All right, we're here to settle the debate. Brown versus Johnson. Who's the better kick? I better watch the Brown. I'm, I'm keeping a good eye on it here, Stevie. Good no start. Bolt! That's gone through. No, no, his foot was over. <laughs> I'm going to pay that one. That's a uh, better breakfast for you, that one. That might work. Bending. Ooh. Stevie J gets the points for that one. This is like shelling peas for me, cheats. Oh, you're kidding oh, me! Oh no, that's dangerous. Oh, yes. oh, I think fatigue is kicked in now with the boys. 
Both players get their mulligan, both players can go again. I've never missed two of these in a row in my life. Okay. First off, everything. Oh! <laughs> How much bend do I put on the footy? You want another oh. mulligan? That is two all. Oh, come on. Yeah. That's terrible. Can I take a mulligan? Unfortunately, there's no mulligans left. Oh, no. Some people left it out that, there. This might come back. No. This might come back. Scores 2-2. Let's go. It's in, Chase. Don't worry about that, son. <laughs> that, that was terrible pressure. Oh, you can't do that, <laughs> That's showtime. I think your ankles are over there. We might have to look for his ankles. You're gonna put a little bit more pressure on this yeah. time? If I get him, I'll get him. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Here we go, Brownie. Put some pressure on now, come on. Hey! Stay. <laughs> No, you oh, can't! No. No. A goal's a goal, Stevie. A goal's a goal. I'm going around the corner. Yeah. We're in front, but... You did that all the time anyway. I invented the kick, so... <laughs> oh, you're oh, kidding. Oh, dear. Oh, oh dear. Oh, dear. Oh, oh. Oh. That's, that's how you do it. <laughs> Pulled it. So it's got a spin. Oh, oh that's, that's beautiful, nice. mate. That's nice. That is. <laughs> there we go. Oh, that's oh, okay. That's a great love, but it might oh. work. Need the bounce. That's a win. The knife. Well done, Nathan. That's huge. Well done, Steve. That torpedo deserved well done, a win. You know where you lost it? <laughs> On the snap. snap over there. You're talking yourself up. You did. Anyway, can we just go, do it. I like that. Taking another mulligan. <laughs> ah, so well done, Brownie. You got the bragging rights. Yeah, what was good too. What was good? I took my son down, Jude, who yeah. watched the whole thing, and yeah. obviously a big fan of Stevie J. Yeah. Loves his footy, and yeah. he, he, he couldn't have been prouder yeah. than his old man that <laughs> yeah. day. Yeah. And then Stevie, to his credit, took Jude aside for about five minutes and started to teach him how to snap, and he's been taking that into his game. So Jude says thank you. That's okay. Um, <laughs> Hopefully you learnt something. Yeah. That was supposed to be a snapping contest. Yeah. So it's ended up coming down to a barrel. Oh, you didn't mm. like the other kicks? Well, we, 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 I was heading down the highway very confident. I was yeah. $1.01 because I thought we're it was purely a snapping contest. Mm -hmm. And we've turned into running around and, and even that left foot one you, where you balked me. You had to go left. Mm. That, that was stipulated before the contest. Before that, and then you stepped back to the right. You had a couple Mate. of kicks that were touched on the line. Wouldn't have made you sound it. Sound like a sore loser. Anyway, I want to contest <laughs> something hey. though, Jay. I want to contest yeah. something. Okay. The rules stipulated in the snap kicks that you had to kick the ball from beyond the boundary line. Now yes. I just want to roll some vision here. You got some tape. Because Nathan clearly oh. steps over the line. Oh, I'm on the line. Over the line. Oh. You I'm had on to the step line though. From be beyond the boundary line. Mm. So you have to be on the green grass, not yeah. even on the white. Yeah. You've gone over the white onto the green. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I. What do you think? I want a rematch. Because he cheated. He's cheated. Yeah. And your man, the referee, cheats. Yeah. 
No wonder they call yeah, him Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. Hey? <laughs> there's an asterisk. There's an asterisk on that uh, on that win. I think Brownie and Stevie. Did you think that when you gave him the don't argue, is the best I've seen since Dusty? Do you think yeah. he went over quite? He crumpled oh. like a paper cup, didn't he? Just went straight it's just on the like ground. I've slipped. Yeah, did you? a little bit um, of a slip there, but geez, it felt good mate, just looking back at him. Just, I'm happy to do a rematch. Yeah. I'll but, just beat you again. Yeah, but when when that one, yeah, a little oh. bit of a slip, but then. <laughs> Look at this little, ooh, see right up. Look at the camera. I love how you looked at the camera, Stevie. You know where they were. All right, let's turn to some serious football here. we got uh, Richmond versus West Coast. Now, the Tigers are in a tight spot here, Brownie. Uh, lots of discussion around Damien Hardwick and whether he wants to see out this next sort of Richmond transition phase. Where do you think the Tigers are at? Surely they can't go down to a West, a depleted West Coast. The, 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 the game last week was the worst of the year. Uh, I thought before that they'd been terrific. They'd played against really terrific. good opposition. Uh, but a terrific year. Not th- they were good against Melbourne. The week before, they were terrific against Melbourne for yes. three quarters. Yep. So I naturally thought they'd beat the Gold Coast Suns and beat them quite comfortably. Mm. So they just have to beat West Coast. They're yep. not out of it finals, but, but it's going to be very, very hard. So yep. I think they win this week comfortably. Stevie, will Schofield put his hand out to play in the Eagles reserve side because they're down to 26 players and got no one left? Oh, have you thought on. about making a comeback for... They could no, be I know Italian where I'm at. Kicker. And if I was Will Schofield, I'd probably know where I'm at too because he was one of the easiest players to play on. <laughs> <laughs> I, used to, I used to pencil in... Good day to Will. Yes. Good day, Will. Um, He'll be I, I, I had a couple of still knocks the night before a game we played West Coast Eagles I did, and I didn't get a, an ounce of sleep. Right. So I rocked up to the, the ground. You know, I, was, I was dropping everything in the warm-up. Dropped everything out shaky, on the ground yeah. and, and still kick four on Will. <laughs> <laughs> Always good to wind back the clock. A quick tip for Steve. Uh, <laughs> this sits in the category of uh, couldn't give a fat rat's clacker. Right, okay, good. So we look forward to that. <laughs> Malcolm Blight. <laughs> Should be a big game at the MCG. Looking forward to uh, more big calls. In this segment, it's Would You Rather. Right, this is, this is where we compare uh, champion players of the past. Yep. Uh, Brownie, we've done Pendlebury and Buckley. Uh, it is time, of course, the back of that West Coast uh, game, which Stevie won't be watching, to compare Stephen Milne, the tip rattle course from St Kilda, very clever goal kicker, of course, versus the great eagle and Phil Matera. Stevie, would you like to go first? Which one are you backing out of Stephen Milne and Phil Matera? Well, I love Stephen Milne, yep. but I think if you're picking a small forward to win you a game, mm-hmm. you've got to go with Philip Matera. Ooh. Filthy Philip. Yeah. Why is that? He well, he just, I air. know he, he did get the blinkers at times, Nate, mm-hmm. and he was actually guilty of doing it in an EJ Witten's Legends game. Yeah. Yeah. He, he loved kicking a goal, but he was his crumbing ability, yep. his ability to turn players inside out and finish. I'm not sure how many goals he finished with across his entire career, but I reckon it would be more than what Milne was able to kick at the end of the day. And he could take a mark too. We're good on ground level, vacuum cleaner at ground level. I remember him taking some good overhead marks. Am I making that he up? He a weird way to clap. Uh, he yeah. sort of clap like real weird. <laughs> yeah, he, he loved his like celebration. A seal. Like a seal. <laughs> he did. He was like a seal when he celebrated, wasn't he? But no. um, uh, Philip, he, he was a big name over in in, in the WA, Brown. He was, he was yeah. a massive well, deal. Um, I'm probably led their goal kicking for a number of years. I'm going to disagree with you because yeah. Stephen Milne kicked over 500 goals as a small forward. I think he goes into the top five small forwards of all time. It takes mm-hmm. a pretty good player to kick 500 as a small forward. It certainly does. And at least Stephen Milne was the best player in his family as well. So <laughs> <laughs> Phil, Phil wasn't. That's um, cool. And above all else, it yeah. was entertaining. Yes. So the tip rat was entertaining. Uh, and you just loved the way he played, whether he played good or whether yeah. he played bad. Yeah. And we wouldn't get moments like this on Triple M Radio oh. for Phil Matera. Big fly, here he goes! 
Because <laughs> oh, he, he, he could feast on a carcass like no other yes. player. When there was some boots to fill, yep. the tip rat was the best at it. Yes, and a great... Yeah, he's very good. You know, one of my favourite sledges was the tip rat. Uh, it was round one of 2010. And he was down in the back line and he used to love a bit of banter out in the footy field. Mm. And Matthew, Matthew Scarlett was getting into him. Anyway, Milne turns around to Scarlett and says... Oh, come on, Scarlo, what have, what have you blokes ever done? Hmm. And uh, Scarlo goes, well, you know, the last time we played was uh, 2009 Grand Final. That was the last game we played, and we, we beat you in the Grand Final. Hmm. And Milne turns around and goes, ah, you blokes are living in the past. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh, very good call. Very, you had a bit uh, of a lisp in here. Yeah, a little bit of a... The R, the R. Yeah, I'm not the sure R's what that is. That right. um, <laughs> a good one, Stevie. I think you took the points, maybe only just on Stephen Mill. Well done, Brownie. Hey, let's get into this game: Geelong versus Adelaide. The Cats, they've gone from big question marks in the first three uh, games, lost their first three. Now they look like the team to beat uh, for the premiership once again, and they take on the Crows. Got dudded by Colling with the fourth quarter specialist last week. It is at home, though, Brownie. What way do you see uh, this going? Ask you. It's so hard to play down there. Other clubs haven't been able to do it. Since round 10 last year, the average against has been eight goals. Oh. So it's going to be hard for Adelaide to kick a winning score against the Cats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it'll be very a bit difficult. Of, uh, precipitation around as well. Yeah, say that three times quickly. Precipitation. Uh, not many, Rain. <laughs> uh, not many clubs go down there and win. You just yep. back the Cats every time they uh, play at home. Uh, Adelaide are playing an exciting brand and probably should have beaten Collingwood last week. It was If it wasn't for some probably some selfish play going inside 50 at mm-hmm. times, uh, they would have put a score on the board that Collingwood would not have come back from. So I'm looking forward to seeing how Adelaide do go at Geelong. They've got to actually take on yeah. the middle of the ground, which is something they have done probably more than any other team uh, in the competition this year. So cats for me, but yeah. uh, it should be an exciting game. Hard to go wide at KP because teams, particularly opposition teams, do kick it out of bounds on the full a lot. Stevie's made a lot of big calls so far this year. We've loved him. His, his media yeah. star. Fremantle to finish top two. Burn is <laughs> going well. well. The Dockers have tripped up a lot of people, but he do you think that he single-handedly ignited Patrick Dangerfield's outstanding well, pass? Savage did at halftime against Cooked Hawthorne. Him. So Hawthorne were belting Geelong at halftime by about three yeah. goals. You Gave put a it on massive cook on Triple M. Yeah. Chris Scott pa- played that audio to the players yeah. at halftime. Write it up on and the whiteboard. And since then, yeah. Patrick Dangerfield has been Brownlow medal form. Mm. Yeah, it, it was warranted. Yeah. Um, and and after half time he came out a different player. Yeah. And since then he's got himself back into all mm-hmm. Australian form, which would. Uh, has he? Has he, he thanked you? <coughs> he hasn't even called me Brownie. That's no. what I've been disappointed about. Wow. I like how you take credit for other players' um, outstanding form. Hey, up next we're gonna discuss Stevie J's uh, cooking. Going, going to gunner's not a word. Sorry, uh, Brownie. We're going to discuss um, Stevie J's cooking expertise. I didn't know he was such a star in the kitchen, and also the preliminary final rematch. Coming up next on In the Back Pocket. Welcome back to In the Bin. I'm Cheats, and today we're doing things a little differently. Stevie J and Nathan Brown took on each other in a kicking challenge. Brown versus Johnson. Safe to say, Stevie wasn't a happy chappy. Oh, you're kidding me. Oh, no. You know where that's going, Stevie? In the bin. It's in the bin. To put a bit of context to this, Stevie put a whole new meaning to dummy spit. Any final words, Stevie? Nah, piss off. Foot was over. <laughs> Should be four defenders on the line. You gotta stop doing this. <laughs> piss off. <laughs> we, we could have a rematch. <sighs> so foot fault cheats. Come back no, a bit no, here. No, 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 come back a bit no. here. Now I'm doing a bit of research and I noticed that you came fourth in the Brownlow in 2013, Steve. That's an amazing effort. 
Except you were suspended and ineligible. That's Chase. fine. <laughs> surprise, surprise. What did I say? You said that's my seat. If I'd known the Stevie J show had a condition of copying an earful. That's Cheats. fine. Cheats. Can't count. No, it's a set <laughs> shot. Of course there's going to be a Cheats. That's fine. I would have off. There is so much Stevie J garbage in here. Hey, just letting you know, Stevie J is pretty connected. What? <laughs> very good. I he's, like that. He's got a kneecapping man. Yes. I'd no, be very still... careful if I was Cheats. Yes. He's still active. <laughs> or... Is this the guy he said to get Jay? Yes. Well, I had a uh, an opportunity to get Jay if I wanted him. Yeah. What's I his name? To, I had well, to tell him to. Uh, what's his name again? Your kneecapper? No, I, I don't give away the names. Doctor Doc X. Well, I, I wrote a negative story, and then, well, this happened. It turns out uh, we had a, a quite a heavy hitter down in Geelong. That uh, if you had ever had any issues, Ooh. give him a call, really? and uh, things can be sorted out. Like a toe cutter. Well, yeah, kneecap type stuff. Yeah. And uh, he actually got on the front foot and called me and said, now, have you seen he this? Called you. Have you seen this article that Jake Clark's written yeah. that, from the Geelong Advertiser? Would you like me to go and pay him a visit? <laughs> <laughs> That's no word of a lie. Is that right? So what well, I can say, Jay, is you're very lucky that you're yeah. still able to walk into this studio. <laughs> well, thank you, Stephen, for forgiving me for that negative story about you and Andrew Mackey having a few too many out the front of a Geelong bar, I think, <laughs> back in the day. Very entertaining goal-kicking competition. Are we going to see the rematch, though? Are you going to give him another shot at the title, Brown? Yeah, why not? Okay, why not? look forward. Maybe he can rock up, rock up in some funny outfits like we had off the top of the show. We better talk some football. And what about this one? Port Adelaide versus Essendon. Kenny, I mean, Kenny. Stevie, your man, Kenny Hinckley. Everyone doubted him. Shut up, Brownie. Everyone sort of were potting him at the start of the season. Oh, Warren did. You're going to be out of the job at the start of the year. You backed him in, and your I faith did. has been rewarded in Port Adelaide. They've been outstanding. Yeah, I thought um, they started the season, yeah, they were a little bit off, but um, it was only very early when uh, your your man Treaders actually uh, <laughs> threw him under the bus and said, what was the word that he used? Untenable. Untenable. Mm. After what, round two or three yeah. that was. Mm. So um, I think he went a little bit early, was I? But um, no, Kenny's been tremendous. You can see the love that the players have for him uh, after the siren. They all get around him and they're playing a, an excellent round of yep. footy. Haven't heard as much from uh, Warren Treadway. Do you play much footy against him back in the day, <laughs> Brownie? <laughs> well, I played with him in the in the Ireland team. Um, in the Australian team. In the Australian team. Uh, yeah, the Australian team against Ireland. Mm -hmm. he, he had a habit of trying to dob everyone in for going yeah. out, and it was part of the culture That's back part then. Of the... Yeah, the, the whole trip you went out. Mm. You just weren't allowed to go out the night before a game. Right. Uh, a few blokes did, <laughs> uh, let's be honest. Uh, and Scarlo was one of Lingy, those. Lingy and Scarlo. Uh, yeah. Uh, but he was dobbing on, was people in, so mm. I took it upon myself to <laughs> um, burst into his room one night at three in the morning <laughs> and fire extinguisher. Oh, Warren. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, Josh Franco, who was rooming with him, was yes. a bit of collateral damage. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it was that, that you know, the, the, the white spray that comes out, that yeah. foam, it sucks the air out of the room? Yeah. Apparently. Like, they had to crawl to the door, they didn't have any <laughs> oxygen. Oh, I killed the poor bastard. <laughs> Did it go down? It went down terribly. So Gary Lyon was the coach, lined us all up and said there's been an incident last night. And everyone's pretty hung over at this point. And he goes, someone's um, broken into Warren Treadray's room and fire extinguished him. Yes. And it was just the way he said it. And everyone pissed themselves laughing. We didn't know enough. Very good. Brownie, quick tip on this game. Uh, um, Port Adelaide versus Essendon. Port. <laughs> yeah, Port for, for me. Have you ever fire extinguished anyone, Stevie? I did in, in uh, the classroom in about 
year eight. <laughs> Same sort of stuff. The white stuff come out. A, a bit bigger room than a hotel room. <laughs> How did that go down? <laughs> uh, I didn't get suspended on that occasion. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to revisit uh, that story. Right. Uh, some more curly questions. It is time for Stevie Yay or Stevie Nay. Now, Brownie, sometimes Stevie demands certain questions to be asked in this segment. And first on our list, he said, you must ask this. It says, um, are the cats the best mentors in the AFL? Stevie, yay or nay? Of course, I don't yes. think I actually told you to ask that question. You've yes, come you up did. with the questions. You, I answer the questions. So it's yes said. or no from, from my end. No, no, no. Don't start that, Joe. <laughs> uh, but the answer is yes, because... It's been happening for a number of years. The players there at Geelong are just like coaches mm. and they just keep handing the baton down. So you think about Cameron Ling was the midfield uh, leader who then passed the baton on to Joel Selwood, who then does the same to Mitch Duncan and now someone like a Max Holmes is coming through. So they, they have a great group of coaches there, but their players yeah. play their part in it Steve, as well. Steve, really so getting who, rid of himself. <laughs> No. You, Oliver Henry, you might, might need to give a few well, off Oliver. Well, I didn't play with Oliver, but yeah. uh, I'd, I'd say yeah, I'd sort of pass the, bat, pass the baton down to Tommy Hawkins. Okay, the number one draft pick is yep. living up to the hype, Cadman. No! Oh. Not just yet, I wouldn't have thought. No, I think there's been uh, more impressive first-year players than him, but he'll come into his, his best form probably three or four years into his career being a key position forward. <clears throat> I'm interested in this one. Dusty Martin, he's had an okay season, probably not shooting the lights out. We know he's been a champion of the game. Do you think he'll find a new club or will he play out his career at Richmond? Uh, is that a yes or a no? Uh, Do you think he will <laughs> play out his career at Richmond? Uh, yes! Yeah, I think he will. Uh, I think uh, he's filled his bag up with... Uh, all the things he, he needs out of a footy career and now he'll just stay loyal to the club that's been so good to him. Okay. Okay, let's just say there's a little bit of drama on the home front. You've been spending too much time in Melbourne, going out and staying at Billy's house and getting on the frothies. And then, so you need to make a super meal for Mrs Johnson just to get back in the good yep. books. What are you going with? Uh, it's not a yes or no either, Nathan, but... Um... <laughs> Righto. Well, we saw this caught our eye because you did send through a little photo. I think this has uh, prompted this from some of your work throughout the week. Now, that looks yeah. like yeah, a no, perfectly I did, I did do a nice little I feel it there with um, a bit of hot, hot English uh, mustard on it, yeah. some nice uh, baked uh, potatoes there. I call them the... Uh, what do I call them? Bashed potatoes. So oh, that's oh, one of my under, under the lettuce there. Yeah. So that was a nice, healthy meal. It's not yeah. my best meal though. My best, uh, yeah. most famous dish is my roast pork. I, right? I've, I've been able to perfect the crackle, the crackle mm. as you can see. It's, been, hard. I have, it's hard to perfect too, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you got to you got to make sure you score the the pork, put it in the fridge, pour some boiling hot water just oh. to open up the mm. the, uh, the crackle yeah. and then pour a heap of salt into it, rub it in, okay. get the temperature right yeah. and, and the timing. Yeah, so. for more recipes, hit us up at Sportsbet too for Stevie. Do you go Johnson. high temp to start with? Uh, I start high, turn it back to low and then turn it back high right at the end. Yeah. So, um, Absolutely. Gordon Ramsay, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> right, though. This is extraordinary. Hey, uh, speaking of uh, extraordinary, Stevie, Great story written in there on Sunday this week about Toby Green and uh, did why, he's been, I did, why he's been snubbed by the umpires. Um, 52 brain low votes for his career. That's less than well, he did five an a season. He pushed. It was a little push. And he said sorry. So what has he got to be, get on his knees and beg for forgiveness? Um, Toby Green. Anyway, he's a superstar of the competition. Do you think he can win the brown low, Stevie? Yeah, 
Yes. Yes, I do, Jay. I think he can. He's uh, he started the season unbelievably well, and the mm. games that they have won, mm-hmm. he has dominated. Mm. So three votes again on the weekend How against the Swans. Yep. I've got him on about 11. Uh, but we do know that he does get overlooked by the umpires, whether they're holding a grudge from pro. Okay. Did You're you coaching. Did you get a lot of Brownlow votes in your career, or were you a bit lippy? Uh, a little bit of both. <laughs> Lee Williams in your team. Can he kick 100? Not often that you uh, need a forward to kick 100. It's more of a team ethos, he, but probably, can he kick 100? He's only kicked 19 so far you know in what four he, games. No, 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 he can't because I won't allow him to, mm, but he oh. probably is capable. Big Leroy. So uh, we've got a couple of young players coming through. Ned Pendergast, we've got Matt Casey, we've got TikTok Lawrence, uh, all having good seasons. So I hope we can can share share the load around a little bit. Very good. That was MasterChef with Steve Johnson. Yes, well done, Stevie. I like that. Very talented. In the coaching box too, coach of the Pigeons. I think you're the O&M coach of the year at the moment. Three and one, the Pigeons, building a nice little season uh, to start. Yeah, not just yet the coach of the year, but uh, hopefully by the end of the year, people are saying that. You're worried about your other guys watching the show, aren't they? Sort of, you you know, don't want to give the opposition any... any yeah, your salary cap, you squeaky clean. <laughs> squeaky clean. Yeah. Mm. Not like Ben Reid. <laughs> I don't know comment on yeah. that. <laughs> All right, very good. Let's time to uh, look at last year's preliminary final rematch. It's Collingwood versus Sydney. Of course, the Swans won that one, but um, John Longmire's men really struggling throughout this season. Have you put a line through the Swans yet, Brownie? Not yet. Undermanned. They've lost two games very close, the Port Adelaide game and then last week. So mm. if they win there, they're in contention. They can't beat Collingwood, though. They no. can't beat Collingwood. Collingwood are inside other clubs' heads at the moment. They're inside Adelaide's head when they got close. So you just feel like, as a footy club, they're going to get the job done late every time. So it's such a big battle they're winning in those stakes at the moment. So I'll back Collingwood. They'll win this game. Um, what's your take on the Swans? You know the operation yeah. well. What would be happening in there? Would they be getting nervous? Because we, there is, the, the, the history suggests when teams get smashed in the grand final, like the Bulldogs in 2021, it can take them time to recover. Yeah, I think they would have some concerns. I think, like, they missed some players, which, you know, didn't help their cause. But yeah. then, as Nath alluded to, they lose two close games, the one against Port, where Aaliyah uh, touches the ball on the line, and then Toby kicks a goal to win the game in the in the dying seconds last week. So those yep. those those losses really do haunt you. Mm. They will get some players back, mm. but coming up against a team like Collingwood, yep. it's it's not a live kill for them. So, yep. um, you know, they're going to be very hard to beat this week. And, and does it get too far away from them if they're not winning those close games. Before we finish this, why are they so good in the last quarters? Why do they come back every time? Oh, well, I it's think they have, they've got fitness, they've got belief, and they've got a, a method that they know they need to go to at any given time. With Well coached. Yeah, and I don't think that last quarter stuff is much different to what they play ordinarily throughout the game. Hey, um, how'd you go with the bets last week, uh, boys? The I got close. Mine got close, but I think I got let down by... Jack Crisp, who only got 19, so very, very close. That's always Aaron Mackay had two in the first quarter. I thought I was away. That was four bucks for four goals. Mm. But then the uh, the Charlie Curnow show took over. So missed out that last one by one disposal. Yeah, always a bit flat when you miss out on your 20 disposal. I'm going to buy one possession. Yep. What about you, Stevie? How'd you uh, go it wasn't great last week. Let's no. move no. on to this. Okay. this week. So, uh, what are you thinking? Where okay. is so, I'm going to start with the Sydney Collingwood game, and it is a same game multi I'm going to go with. I think Collingwood win this game. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Tom Mitchell to get 20 to yep. Gowie, side bottom, and Chad Warner. Notice that I've dropped 
uh, that man out who got 19 last week. Jackie so Crisp. Jackie Crisp is out of that. But that's my first part. That's $50. That's at $9.12. And then this one, Geelong, Melbourne, GWS. Toby Green has to play well. I'll preface that one. Mm. Uh, and then Port Adelaide and Collingwood. You think the upset... I'm tipping an upset. If Toby Green has a big big game yep. and he's kicked 20 goals in his last five games against the Western Bulldogs, loves playing against them, he's the key. Stevie J, what do you think? Which that bet's null and void if he doesn't play well. Thank well, there might be some interesting news coming tonight at Selection, Nath, uh, mm -hmm. whether he plays or not. But um, my play for this week, I've done a bit of research, um, and the last time I put in my research into my multi, yep. it was only Took Miller that missed out when he was injured at three-quarter time, and it cost me my multi. So, so good when you here's my bet here. Yeah. I've put some uh, trips there for 20-plus. Doherty 20 plus, Richmond head to head, Dustin Martin to kick a goal because mm -hmm. they will kick a lot of goals mm -hmm. uh, against West Coast Eagles. Port Adelaide to win, along, back on Kenny, uh, Butters and Rosie to get 20 plus and Collingwood to beat the so Giants. So I'd, li I'd like to ask something here in, with my bet. Go on. So if Toby Green doesn't play, right, he's out. Yeah, you'll be stiff, Nath, unfortunately. Do we, can I no. void that bet and then the rest of that 50 go into my Collingwood Sydney bet? No, no, well, you, you, you just put your bet up and, and the show's about to end. Yeah. So, better luck next week. Play it where it lays, Nathan Brown. Uh, uh, Stuff pickies, stiff pickies. Uh, look forward to this goal kicking rematch. It should be a beauty. Nathan Brown, Steve Johnson, you've been fantastic. Thanks so much for watching In the Back Pocket. I hope you have a great weekend. We'll catch you next you week. No, no, I'm just after some security. Yeah, it's it's about Steve Johnson. Yeah, I'm not I'm not worried, but okay, I'm worried. He's been suspended a few. How quickly can you get security to me? Yes, yeah, someone just kneecapped me. I reckon it was one of Stevie's guys. If you can pick me up after work, that'd be great. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, call the number on the screen or visit the website.